Whew. Episode number seven, baby. Let's get it. Let's fucking go. Episode seven with the Kicking It With The Hicks podcast. Not going to lie, dude. You sounded like the Burger King foot lettuce guy. <laughs> Burger King foot lettuce. Episode seven. Kicking it with the Hicks. I'm not going to do that. I hate that freaking guy's voice. He actually talks normally. Did you know that? His name is Chills. He actually talks normally. He, he just says that that's how he always narrated things. Well, that's why he sounds like that for some reason. So he sounds monotone on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know why. Um, Dude, it's crazy to think we're almost done with season one. I know. Uh, for any of you guys wondering, we're going to start season two uh, when we get episode 15. And, I mean, we're almost there. We're almost two-thirds of the way there, which is crazy. And it's all thanks to you guys. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of support uh, and love from the podcast. And so we've just, you know, it's really motivating us to push out an episode every single night. Like with our YouTube channels, we struggle to make a video every single day because, you know, we don't really have time to be able to. Even though it doesn't really take that long, we just don't. But, you know. It's, we're usually getting these episodes at nighttime when we don't have anything going. Uh, you know, and it's just fun. We just sit here and talk, and people enjoy it. Well, dude, freaking my buddy Adam said that we're doing damn good on this and that we shouldn't quit because it's actually getting our word as a small town kid out mm-hmm. and making us want to do it some more. Yeah. But on our, what we were wanting to talk about today is our just movies in general, our favorite genre, our just our favorite movies in general and why our favorite quotes from those movies, stuff like that. Uh, me personally, I like action films. Like growing up, I always freaking loved uh, like uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Um, I grew up watching the Transformer movies, which I still love to this day. I freaking love Michael Bay's work, dude. Um, it gets Michael Bay gets shit on. Dude, his special effects are so fucking good. He's such a good director. Dude, even in Bad Boys, I freaking loved Bad Boys. Mm -hmm. His freaking work in that was perfect. Like, it's... Okay, sometimes it's a little over-exaggerated, but still. Like, like, especially in the Transformer movies, I I still love the Transformer movies to this day. I still go back and watch every single one of them. I love those movies. What's your favorite Transformers? Hmm. I know one of them is Revenge of the Fallen. 
Okay. That's only because uh, the fight scene when they're in the woods and freaking Optimus Prime is getting his ass kicked by, it, I think it was Megatron, Starscream, and Blackout. And he was getting his ass kicked. And uh, he was like, I'll take you all, I'll take you all on. And his face shield comes up and he turns around and he freaking, uh, he just starts beating the shit out of him, dude. It, I watched that the other night and it still gives me goosebumps. That freaking scene is so fucking badass. Dude, I love Revenge of the Fallen. It's got super good story on it. Mm-hmm. First, one, and it's long too. Revenge of the Fallen is almost like three hours long, I think. Dude, what the freaking twins in that movie? Wouldn't <laughs> they were they're funny as hell. Dude, I, you can tell they're fucking inbred. I freaking love the twins. Mm-hmm. And like when they turn into the spark cars and freaking crap like that, I just think they're just mm-hmm. perfect for the movie. I just love how that movie starts off when that dude with the big wheels riding around the city and Optimus jumps out of a freaking plane and parachutes down and uh, he drives towards him, transforms, jumps, grabs him, and fucking flings him with his momentum. Dude, that was pretty freaking sick, especially as a kid. But if I mm. if we're talking about like favorite Transformers movies, I loved one and two freaking Shia LaBeouf did amazing and Megan Fox did a phenomenal job too I don't care what anyone says Megan Fox was every freaking teenage boy's freaking first crush oh yeah (laughs) she was especially when uh, the first movie like um, the first movie, Bumblebee, you know, he talked through the radio and stuff like that. But when they asked if, uh, you know, when Optimus asked if Bumblebee wanted to either stay on Earth or head back to Cybertron, dude, I, I'm so, I'm such a freaking nerd for Transformers, like ever since I was a kid. Um, I mean, I would, I've been such a freaking nerd about it. I used to love those movies. I still do. Um, and, you know, he was talking through the radio, and then Optimus asked him if he wants to stay or go back to Cybertron. And he says, I wish to stay with the boy. Yep. And it was like, I can't wait for the freaking second one. And then, you know, after the second one came out, I think it was Dark of the Moon. Dude. Dark No, I think it was Revenge of the, I think it was Revenge of the Fallen. Dark of the And then moon number was three was Dark of the Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Dark of the Moon had a really good extinction. story. Oh yeah. Freaking Sentinel Prime. I, I love the way that freaking movie actually got put together. Even though they changed yeah. the chick, she actually played a really good part in that movie. My dad has never finished that movie because too much metal was flying and he just couldn't take it. But I freaking loved it. The only reason why, like, yeah, I love Dark of the Moon, but the only thing that I was disappointed by it and pissed off about it 
is they freaking killed off Iron Man or Ironhide. Yeah. I freaking Ironhide was my freaking favorite. Ironhide was such a badass. Mm-hmm. Now it makes me want to go watch that movie again. Dude, I I gotta give credit where credit is due. Age of Extinction was really good, especially when uh Mark Wahlberg took over Shia LaBeouf's position. Yeah, like, growing up, you know, I love Shia LaBeouf, but now looking back at it, like, there was a lot of stuff that I would have fixed about it. Like, there's just some parts where his acting is, like, a little too exaggerated. But Mark Wahlberg did so freaking good in it. I mean, it's hard to go wrong with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Especially, uh, you know, seeing him in dramatic films like uh, when he did the oil rig. Uh, Deepwater Deep Horizon. Yeah, and then when he did uh, Patriot's Day, which is about the Boston bombing. Okay, I love freaking Patriot's Day. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg is a phenomenal actor. I love Mark Wahlberg. I... It's kind of funny that when he really like when he first started getting into acting he came out with a workout film if you have the chance to watch it go and watch it it is freaking stupid it is so stupid it's good he acts like a freaking gangster rapper well he had Martin and i'm sure Martin the funky funky. yes and that's how he's known in the freaking workout video too is marky mark but and uh, I mean, he did phenomenal in uh, Age of Extinction and the uh, the Last Night. I I haven't watched the Last Night. It is so good, dude. You need to see it. Freaking Age of Extinction! Extinction was almost four hours long, and I was like, "Damn, this is long winded." They they could have cut that film short. I don't know, dude. The freaking ending scene was badass when they brought in the dinosaurs. Yeah, it was badass, but still, I think they could have put what they needed to be in that movie a little bit shorter. Don't get me wrong. I love Mark Wahlberg. I love Transformers. Because the whole reason why I love Transformers so much is because it was like a more adult version of the film cars. No, even growing up, I used to watch, uh, the old like cartoons where, uh, Peter Cullen was actually Optimus in. He was Optimus in the old cartoons too. Dude, I, I watched Mm -hmm. the old cartoons when I was young. I really didn't get into it. But when I saw the live action film, because I grew up watching car shows, I grew up watching freaking mm-hmm. overhauling. I grew up watching all sorts of just like car custom car shows. And so when I saw mm-hmm. like the scene where the trailer where Optimus Prime is a badass semi with freaking flames on it. And he transforms into this freaking badass. And Bumblebee's this freaking 78 Camaro. 
that gets I really do uh miss Bumblebee being that Camaro. Well, did you watch the freaking spin-off movie of Bumblebee? Yeah, I wasn't really too impressed with it. I mean it was good. It's just no, it was okay. Haley Seinfeld. I did like how uh you know Peter Cullen was still optimist in that movie. Yeah. Well, Haley uh, Seinfeld freaking did a pretty good job. I mean, mm-hmm. she did music with MGK, did a movie with uh, Pitch Perfect and Anna Kendrick, and she was funny. Mm-hmm. I, I, she's a funny character. But mm-hmm. I just the only thing I was confused about was the ending of the movie. Because throughout it, you can tell that she was trying to work on her dad's car to get it started and stuff like that. And then at the very end of the film, as soon as Bumblebee leaves to go join the Autobots, that's when she all of a sudden fixes the car. Yeah. And what I don't get is, uh, you know, in the... So... It was kind of, you know, growing up watching the Transformer movies and then seeing the Bumblebee film, there's a lot of stuff that you can kind of pick out, like, you know, it doesn't really revolve around that sort of Transformer universe, but it still has Peter Cullen as Optimus. Mm -hmm. Because in the first Transformer movies, it shows them coming out of, uh, it comes on, it shows them coming into the atmosphere and giant balls of metal. But in the film, they're on Cybertron. And, you know, Bumblebee is still yellow. Optimus still looks like the semi-truck. But when they go, you know, onto Earth, that's when Bumblebee picks the freaking bug. Because he was too weak or whatever. Yeah, that... That kind of was weird because a beat the Beetle is a cool car. I like the Beetle. My mom had a Beetle. That's how I learned how to drive a standard was in a Beetle. So they kind of have a soft mm-hmm. spot in my heart. But even in a movie where Bumblebee has been portrayed as this freaking American badass, freaking he's been a Camaro his whole life and stuff like that. I'm like. Really? You couldn't have done like a beat up Camaro or something like that. Like But I did like at the end of the film when Bumblebee said that he pretty much had to leave her that he did turn into the Camaro. I did like that. So did I. But some I, I love true stories. Those are my type of movies. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what type of true story it is. I like the true story aspect like one of my favorite movies right now is once upon a time in hollywood with leonardo leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt and here's the Mm -hmm. thing brad pitt and leonardo dicaprio get better with age Mm -hmm. like i i watched titanic when i was younger and i didn't like it i didn't like leonardo dicaprio then I watched What's Eating Gilbert Great. And I'm like, that was an amazing movie. 
I didn't even know it was Leonardo Dude. DiCaprio. I thought it was an actor with like an actual mental. So illness. did I. I was like, holy crap! And then when my mom told me that it was Leonardo DiCaprio acting like an autistic kid, I was like, holy! Sh- How did he not win an Oscar for that? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's when Johnny Depp was really starting to get recognized, especially films like Cry Baby and. Uh, you know, uh, all those other classics, that really brought up his freaking career. Dude, I freaking, one of my favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movies is What's Eating Gilbert Grape. What about the freaking, uh, The Revenant? Dude, I don't think he should have freaking won an Oscar for that. He had way better movies than The Revenant. Yeah. Like, what, uh, the Wolf Wall. Well, the only reason why he really got an Oscar for that was the bear. Yeah, attack the bear scene. attack scene is what freaking set him off. But then again, you go back to films like What's Eating Gilbert Grape, freaking The Wolf of Wall Street, stuff like that. The Wolf of Wall Street. If you look at the real uh dude who put who was he was trying to portray. Mark Wahlberg, or not Mark Wahlberg, Leonardo DiCaprio sat there with Jordan Belford and was like, okay, so in this scene, how did you actually portray it? What what can I do to make it to the point where I could actually be you as a person in a film? And he got that so spot on. Because usually when you have these movies about a figure like that, they get them all wrong. It's over-exaggerated. And I think that was a super awesome movie, even Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, dude. Oh, yeah. I love Quentin Tarantino. I love his films. I love the way he films his stuff because it has no filter. I like how gory it is you know, because that's what's going to happen when shit happens. And yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood wasn't even gory. Mm-mm. It was the Manson family and how they portrayed into Hollywood. And I just thought how it all wrapped up was perfect. Now, one mm-hmm. of my favorite freaking Quentin Tarantino movies is freaking either Death Proof or Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Django was super good. Leonardo DiCaprio did amazing in that film, too. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Django? I have not. Dude, so Leonardo DiCaprio... He gets his hand cut off in the scene that kind of makes the whole movie come together. He accidentally cuts his hand in that scene. He looks at it, and he plays off of what happens to his hand when he broke the glass into his hand. And they filmed it the whole way through. After the filming was... Wait, so he actually cut he it? He actually cut off it, like, cut his hand deep. It, he had to get stitches in it. Well, that's commitment. <laughs> yeah. And I think one of the reasons, too, why 
Leonardo DiCaprio got the Oscar for The Revenant was because he's a vegan and he ate the freaking heart. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it, too. I just... Well, I'm not trying to go off topic, but I just remembered going back to the freaking Transformers. So, you... You said that you haven't seen The Last Night. I mean, you really need to watch it. Uh, that's only because there's a scene that actually shows that uh, Bumblebee used to actually work for the military back in like World War One and World War Two. He would design himself as one of the Humvees or like one of those Jeeps. Yeah. And he would actually help uh, the military. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So he's been on the Earth before. Yeah, because they vaguely cover that in, like, the first couple of movies. Mm-hmm. It's very vague, but they do mention it. I do vaguely remember that. But... Well, also in Age of Extinction, it shows that... uh, <clears throat> They're first being designed... Uh, during the dinosaurs. Yeah. Because they would like literally pour liquid metal on the fucking dinosaurs and then use that metal to build the machines. Yep. So that was, you know, millions and millions of years ago. So, and uh, you know, it's what do you think you've seen bad boys right mm-hmm. what do you think of those movies which is another michael bay film i absolutely love them dude they're freaking hilarious they're action packed uh freaking mike and marcus in that movie are freaking they're those two actors are such good duos, Will Smith and I can't remember the other dude's name either. But they're such a good duo. It's like freaking they're like Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart and or freaking Will Will Ferrell or whatever his name John is. John C. Riley. Yeah. There, there's a couple duos that are freaking just hilarious together and it's those guys. I didn't realize mm. Like, when I saw Jumanji with Kevin Hart and The Rock, I'm like, man, they're just using Kevin Hart trying to be funny and stuff like that. But the way they played off of each other was freaking hilarious. Mm -hmm. And movies like uh, Central Intelligence, a lot of that wasn't scripted. A lot of that was just improv. And that's what made that movie even funnier. Oh, yeah, dude. Freaking, even in... Jumanji 2 were, were... Jumanji 2 was funny as hell. Dude, I... I got me. When, uh... Damn it, what's it? Danny DeVito gets switched mm-hmm. and put into Dwayne The Rock Johnson's body. Or that old black dude gets put into Kevin Hart. That there <laughs> is an ostrich. How about that? Can we dude, I freaking laughed my ass off. <laughs> dude, so did I. It's mo- it's movies with like 
duos that aren't trying really hard to be funny. They're just saying shit to make it funny. And I, that's what I love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I love movies to death. That's an escape from reality. And with freaking... The, I love comedies too. And if it's action-packed, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Like, you already know this. My freaking favorite movie of all time is freaking Talladega Nights. Yep. I've seen that movie freaking... I don't know how many times. I, I knew as soon as I brought up the idea to do freaking movie genres that you are going to bring in Talladega Nights. Because... I knew it. Honestly, that's a movie I grew up on. Mm-hmm. I had my parents bought that DVD. It went directly into my room, and I loved it. And I just loved how funny Will Ferrell and John C. Riley played off of each other. Mm-hmm. And just how the improv itself was just unscripted. Even in Step Brothers, dude, it was so funny. <laughs> Those two, as like a duo, you can't get any better in comedy. Mm-hmm. But again, like, like I said, I liked cars and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, I watched Dukes of Hazard too. I watched all the spinoff movies of freaking Dukes of Hazard. I watched every single episode of Dukes of Hazard. And when they came out with that movie, about the same time Talladega Nights came on, I was ecstatic. I freaking loved those movies. And the way that freaking the Stifler played off of Johnny Knoxville was hilarious. Dude, I I freaking love Johnny Knoxville, especially in uh, The Ringer. Dude, the, nope. <laughs> the ringer is so funny. Came out in plain daylight and you scratched it. <laughs> I I love that movie. And I always freaking love the Jackass movies. Dude. I remember watching the first Jackass with uh, my buddy Cade, uh, you know, when we were kids. And we just thought, like, why would they do this? And now that I'm freaking older... I watched it back, and I freaking laughed my ass off. Dude, everyone on the Jackass crew, especially Ryan Dunn, rest in peace, Ryan Dunn, Mm -hmm. it was so freaking, just the way they played off of each other was freaking so badass. Yeah, they're actually talking about making another Jackass. Yeah, and I'm so excited for it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Knoxville actually said that his last movie, I can't remember what it was called. Action Point. Yeah, Action Point. He said that that was the, like, the movie that got him the most injured. He had, like, four concussions, freaking six broken ribs. Like, he got, like, uh, during the making of that movie, uh, he actually hit his face somehow or something like that and he uh 
he sneezed or he tried to blow out uh, blood out of his nose. And he freaking blew out his eyeball. Yeah, his eye came out of his socket. (laughs) Like, dude, growing up, like, watching The Ringer, I just thought, like, that's how he was. And he also was in freaking Men in Black. Yeah. I think it was Men in Black 2. Yeah, dude. And freaking just you know finally watching the jackass films it's like holy shit this guy is really good at freaking stunts and then i started falling in love with steve-o uh i follow steve-o on every single social media i watch every single youtube video that he comes out with i watch his uh ride-along videos, his freaking podcast. I freaking love Steve-O. Steve-O is a freaking badass. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he had the... I think he had the most balls out of everyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, he also does ballsy stuff just as his YouTube. He doesn't freaking do it as, uh, you know, uh, the jackass films and steve-o has come a long freaking way he used to be drug he used to be yeah he used to be a chronic druggie a chronic alcoholic uh he was actually wanting to become a circus clown uh after shit didn't end up well for him uh jackass crew sent him to rehab started getting better he got new teeth and I still love how he said, uh, I think he was filming for, uh, I think it was Jackass 2. He said that he got new teeth and he said that he was just drinking coffee like it was water because his teeth were insanely white. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, Jackass 2 will forever be a freaking classic. But Jackass mm-hmm. 3, dude. Oh, That's yeah. when shit got real. Mm-hmm. And I loved how after each Jackass, they did a point five to show you behind the scenes and have everyone talk about what happened during that scene. And also, like, deleted scenes. Dude, I freaking... <laughs> Still to this date, my favorite Jackass stunt was freaking when they had the bulls run through the suburbs mm-hmm. that scene still makes me laugh or when they were freaking getting shot by dildos in the opening cut yeah or uh, what about that dude that they hired as a fake taxi driver dude and they, <laughs> and they had uh, that Ryan dude uh, put pubes all over his face, but he didn't know that he that they were pubes. <laughs> he had them super glued to his freaking face. If fucking someone had freaking. I it was Stevo who had crabs. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> and they shaved all their freaking pubes, and they made him stick it to his freaking face, and he was sitting there acting like a freaking terrorist, and. Uh, the taxi driver pulled over and aimed a gun at him, told him to get on the ground. He's like, dude, dude, it's a prank. What the fuck? And he locked him in the trunk. 
He's like, what the fuck? And he's sitting there all scared. And all the jackass guys come out and freaking open the trunk. They're like, oh, you got pubes on your face. And they look at him. They're like, what is that? Is that crabs? Does someone have crabs? And he freaking turns around and pukes. Dude. <laughs> Dude, but fucking Steve-O can butt chug like no one's business. Oh, yeah. He freaking butt chugged like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> He's definitely done that before. Wingman, he was funny as hell, too. I like when, uh, I can't remember what the fat dude's name was. Preston Lee. But when that, yeah, when they were, uh, strapped together and the big dude jumped off of the bridge and Wee Man followed behind him. And, like, Wee Man, like, freaking fell faster than him or something like that. And he freaking launched up. And as soon as the big dude hit the water, it yanked Wee Man down. <laughs> So funny. Wee Man is actually a professional skateboarder too, just like Steve-O. Yeah. Uh, and he has some gnarly freaking stories too. Bam. Have you heard Bam's story lately? All I know is that Bam uh, has been selling his own skateboards like it's freaking candy. Dude, he's been, so, he had the same problems with freaking, uh, as Steve-O, but uh, if you watch back into the Jackass films and the Jackass series, him and Ryan were best friends, and so as soon yeah. as Ryan Dunn died, Bam just went downhill. Well, I don't and, doubt it. Bam has been just, he turned into an alcoholic and some days would get so bad where he'd just lock himself inside his castle because he had a castle built because he's had so much revenue from the freaking Jackass films. Yeah. And he built him a little freaking castle and he would shut out his daughter and his wife and he was actually on the Dr. Phil show and he explained to Dr. Phil what was happening in his head. And Dr. Phil diagnosed him with chronic depression and alcoholism Mm -hmm. because Bam just basically drank himself to sleep every single night. Yeah. Which sucks because everyone loved Ryan. Ryan Dunn was the freaking light of the freaking show. Mm Mm-hmm. And he did the ballsy shit just like everyone else did. But it's his energy that kind of made the cast come together. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Dunn was my favorite. Same thing with Bam. Johnny Knoxville is always going to be the king of nut shots. But, I mean, out of the whole uh, jackass crew, my favorite has got to be Steve-O. Steve-O's still Steve-O's got the balls Yeah dude He freaking uh, shoved a Big old hook into the side of his Cheek and then jumped in freaking Of Like he jumped in the ocean with sharks And if you look back on the footage He almost got his freaking 
foot bitten off by a mako shark, but he kicked it in the fucking face. Still. Or when he gets his freaking eyeball chomped on by a leech. Okay, that. That's where I would draw the line. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I hate leeches. Yeah, it's not on a no fucking extent. <laughs> Stand by me, ruin leeches for me. Leeches? Stand... Yeah, lo- loaches. <laughs> leeches. Fuck. But Stand by me is one of my freaking one of my favorite movies. I love the Goonies. I love Stand by Me. I like buddy shows too. Oh yeah. Like Hangover. Hangover's got to be one of my favorites. Joe Dirt. Grown Ups. Grown Ups. Everyone gives freaking crap to Adam Sandler for not being funny and his contents like reused. Dude, I laugh every single time I see a freaking Adam Sandler movie. I don't care if the freaking stuff, the jokes are reused. I still laugh my ass off. Well, he's original. Mm-hmm. Billy Madison and freaking uh, Happy Gilmore. Those are classics. Waterboy. Shows like that, those are freaking hilarious. What about uh, Kevin James and Paul Blart or Here Comes the Boom? Dude, I freaking love Kevin James too. I watched him mm-hmm. in the uh, that reality TV show that he had. Mm-hmm. I I thought he was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh my and god, when- dude! What is that movie or that TV show? I think it's like the Queens of New York or something. Yeah. But I freaking laughed so hard in that show. Kevin James mm-hmm. has just got an energy to to him that he's always going to be, be funny. Yeah, old shows like that, I mean, they're still freaking good, especially like Mike and Molly. I used to Dude, watch that. I love Mike and Molly, and it pisses me off why the show ended. Mm-hmm. Because Melissa McCarthy, which is one of my favorite female actresses. Oh, yeah, by far. It's her and Jennifer Aniston because they're funny as hell. Mm-hmm. And the reason why Mike and Molly got canceled is because Melissa McCarthy was losing weight throughout the show. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to play it into the script. Well, I mean, movies like Tammy and Identity Thief... <laughs> and uh, what's that one? It's the, with us, uh, Sandra Bullock. The heat. Yes, dude. How about you lay your head down here and I slam it about one hundred and fifty thousand fucking times? <laughs> what the fuck's gonna fall out? I think a underrated movie is Due Date. Dude, due yeah. date was funny as hell. That was Zach Galifianakis and Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Dude, I haven't seen that movie in so long, but I know no one has it because it did so badly. But I thought mm-hmm. it was hilarious. 
I gotta find the DVD somewhere. But yeah, I used to love that movie. Dude, it's still one of the funniest scenes ever when Zach Galifianakis is in the back of the freaking pickup and Robert Downey Jr. is hitting every single bump he can. And you just see freaking Zach Galifianakis just get lobbed into the sky. Mm-hmm. I'm like, good God, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Well, what about that uh, one Zach, Zach Galifianakis film that came out not that long ago? Where he was the uh, he was like the security guard or something. Oh, damn! And he helped stole money. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Mastermind. Yeah, <laughs> he's freaking stuck in the window. Damn these birth and hips. <laughs> or when he's taking pictures with his wife and his wife farts. Damn it, Janice. It's like a fart transplant. <laughs> that movie's even funny, too. I mm-hmm. freaking... Zach Galifianakis is pretty underrated as a comedian. Oh, yeah. So is Jonah Hill. Dude, Jonah Hill in freaking 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street? Good Lord. That's another good duo. I don't care what anybody says. It's freaking Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Oh, dude. Just the way... The first one played off of each other so well. Mm-hmm. Where it was like when they were getting searched in the hallway. And then he's like, put your tongue back in your mouth, son. Mm-hmm. A freaking kid control his freaking tongue because he's so high off of drugs, and then Channing Tatum does it, and he's like, "Oh, I like that." <laughs> no, you you put your tongue back in your mouth. Yeah, freaking love. Uh, it's close to the end when Channing Tatum is like a fanatic on Lamborghinis, and the Lamborghini actually shows up. <laughs> the well, no, he's after me faster, and he's like. But it's a Lambo. It's a fucking Lambo. Or when he freaking uh, he takes uh, two shots for Jonah Hill. He's like, you know what? You're, you got, it's your turn to get shot. And he's <laughs> like, do I just stand here? He's like, yeah, just stand there. I'm just going to hit you in the shoulder. And I'm going to grade you. Yeah. <laughs> And as soon as he goes to shoot the bullet, Jonah Hill steps to the side and it ricochets and freaking cuts Channing Tatum's bicep. What the fuck, dude? (laughs) I got scared. Well, yeah, you're supposed to be scared. Channing Tatum is funny as hell, too. Dude, he's a sex icon. Just like freaking Chris Hemsworth is. But he's funny as hell. Chris Hemsworth, though. I mean, I'm not gay or anything, but that man is gorgeous. Ryan Reynolds, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Don't even get me started. Ryan Reynolds is freaking just 
a man sent from heaven. <laughs> that man's a, that man's a god, dude. Like, like you said, I'm not a homo, but I wouldn't mind being in between those cheeks. <laughs> Dude, and how Deadpool was filmed with Ryan Reynolds and how he broke the fourth wall like he does in, like, the comics and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I thought that was mm-hmm. You couldn't get a better freaking cast on that. Oh, that's exactly what I thought. I said there was nobody better that could have played freaking Deadpool. Well, <coughs> <coughs> if you look at... Uh... Uh, X-Men, Wolverine. It's like the origins of Wolverine when he actually yeah, gets the animantium inside of him. Uh, he's with Ryan Reynolds and he's known as uh, Wade Wilson, which yeah. Wade Wilson is Deadpool. And so, you know, even from the start of freaking, like just how they freaking got him to play Deadpool and for him to actually become Wade Wilson is amazing. And they couldn't have picked a freaking better actor. And I didn't like when they first did that, when they actually casted him to play Wade Wilson for the X-Men Wolverine origins, I really doubt they expected for them for Marvel to make an actual Deadpool movie. Dude, I remember when that freaking movie came out and all the parents were freaking out because they're like, you shouldn't take this your kids to this movie because it, it it's raunchy and stuff like that. But that if you read the Deadpool comics, that's how Deadpool is. Mm-hmm. He's raunchy as fuck. Oh, yeah. And that's why I think that's why people like him so much. Is because out of all the Marvel characters, he's he he has no filter. I laughed so hard because we went and saw it in theaters, and I laughed so hard when he freaking he put on the Crocs mm-hmm. and he was with his freaking blind lady, and he freaking farts. And he's like, hashtag drive by, and I freaking lost my shit. <laughs> or when he uh, cuts his hand off and he has a baby hand. It's like, you Dude. should leave now. I bet it feels huge in this hand. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I freaking laughed so hard. And my, like, my mom was ashamed to take me and my dad to this movie because we play off of each other. I just love how it first starts off. I know what you're thinking. Well, my boyfriend took me to this thinking it was a family film, but this guy just turned the other guy into a fucking kebab. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking right. (laughs) Yeah, that's what everyone thought, too. They're like, oh, Deadpool. Yeah. Like, oh, he's a a badass Marvel character. Let's see what Marvel can do with that. And then they... (laughs) to theaters and it was like holy shit <laughs> just got his shit rocked <laughs> like it literally just showed a man hitting a billboard and being crushed like a can 
dude. It's and he so shoves a freaking cigarette lighter into his mouth. I never said this before, but don't swallow. <laughs> oh, God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, or when he's going into the test lab to see why he's mutant. And he's like, he just turned him, he named himself after a fucking oh, yeah. Ajax. He's like, Ajax. He got Ajax from a dish soap. <laughs> God, dude, I freaking watched that movie back and I laughed so hard. Just the way he says that. He got Ajax from a dish soap. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. And that's the stuff I look for in movies that you just don't have a filter. And that's what makes it funny. Like Ted, dude. Ted's got to be one of my freaking favorite comedies. Mm-hmm. Just because of how idiotic uh, Mark Wahlberg and Seth MacFarlane are together. And the second one, I just, I've laughed so hard at a film that I damn near pissed myself. And that was Ted mm-hmm. 2. Because, for one, I was watching it with my dad. And my dad, when he finds some shit funny, he'll start wheezing. And I can't freaking help but laugh. <laughs> That's how I am with you. Whenever you start wheezing, I just I lose my shit. Especially <laughs> when it's the really long, high-pitched ones. God, dude. It's so freaking contagious. <laughs> and when he's hit, like, when Ted's hitting off the dick bong in the back of the best car. Best song of my life. <laughs> Hashtag best summer of my life. <laughs> or when he's freak when they find the pop farm and they're like, they travel in herds. <laughs> Here's mind rape. It's pretty mellow. It's called mind rape. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Or, uh, it's, uh, can you help me? I can't find my house. It's Mark Wahlberg up against the fucking wall. I can't, can you help me get home? <laughs> <laughs> Just. Just everything in that fucking movie. And when they fucking put two and two together with the chick, and they're like, Samuel L. Jackson. Like, holy shit, your initials are Sam Jackson. And she's like, who's that? Have you seen any black movie with the black guy? It's him. Uh, I freaking lost my shit. That one black guy in any movie ever? Yeah, it's that guy. Oh my god damn it. That is the truest shit on the planet. Have you seen any movie ever? Yeah, he's the black guy. And he's no. they're not wrong. Freaking Shawshank Redemption would fucking kick the pebbles out your fucking legs. Dude. That's one movie everyone's like, you gotta watch. Shawshank Redemption's fucking junk. You wanna waste six hours of your life? Watch that. 
wasn't that bad. Or the movies that they made you watch. Dude, I don't know how many times I've seen Remember the Titans. and Each time I watch it, it starts to piss me off. You know what movie was really freaking boring and that went on for so freaking long that you never thought it would end? Freaking Hugo. Good God, dude. That movie freaking bored the shit out of me. I quit. I had to quit. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, because it went on for so freaking long, and it was like, just end already. It's like, please, just... Just end. (laughs) Why are you doing this to me? Dude, I'd rather have my eyes gouged out. Yeah, when I saw that movie when I was a kid... I was so freaking sick, dude, that every time I stood up, I had to book it to the bathroom because I had a puke. And even just laying there for like 20 minutes, I had a puke. So yeah, every time I stood up to go to the bathroom or get a drink of water or something like that, I always had to run to the bathroom and puke. I was so freaking sick. So it didn't help that I was watching a boring ass film as a kid. And those movies just do not end. Like Harry Potter, Dude, I don't I see freaking why love anyone Harry likes Potter. that freaking show. Dude, That's I can't because see why you like it. Mom freaking I tried raised to... me on the Harry Potter movies. That's one of her favorite uh, trilogies. Or whatever you call it. Same thing with Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, I could not get into, but I love The Hobbit. Can't stand, I do. But the the Hobbit is good. I've seen part of it. It was all right. The Hobbit was pretty good, though. I just shows like that. I just cannot get into. Remember, uh, remember. Oh, uh, we're gonna have a magical. There's one movie that I just remembered that I used to love as a kid growing up is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Have you ever? You're. I don't think I ever saw. All right, we're gonna end the podcast right here because I am officially on filming one. Hold on, you gotta explain the movie because my mom showed me a lot of movies when I was a kid. Uh, you know the that I don't know the name. Dude of. that um plays Hobbit. Uh, he's the main character yeah. and he gets abducted by aliens. And yeah, oh, it, okay. yeah, I've seen it. It's kind of hard, dude. I don't know a whole lot of that movie because I haven't seen it in a while. And there's a lot of whack shit that happens in that movie. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember. Yeah, and that one, like, 
slow moving depressed robot was freaking uh the dude that played Snape on Harry Potter. Which that dude died, by the way. Rest in peace. He was such a good actor. Especially in uh, Sweeney Todd. I love that movie. That's one That's one movie dude, I have. Dude, I'm not a big fan I've of musicals. But that movie, like, those songs get stuck in your head. And it has freaking Johnny Depp in it. It kind of has that Edward Scissorhands vibe to it. But he's more, like, insane. Edward Scissorhands. Freaking badass. Growing up, my absolute favorite movie when I was a kid, was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I used to watch that movie on repeat. Really? I, my mom hates that movie now because that's like the only movie I would watch. That and freaking Ace Ventura. If you've Just never stay seen inside. Ace Ventura, Nobody what the hell ever wants to see you life? or talk to you if you've never seen Ace Ventura. This- Dude, and, like, you get into, like, classic movies like freaking Old Yeller, Where the Red Room Grows, and stuff like that. Mm. Like, movies that have a dog in it. Old Yeller and Where the Red Room Grows freaking kill me. Because I love my dogs just like those kids. Mm. And I had dogs like that. But, like, when I watched Marley and Me, I was like... What about uh, Marmaduke? Marmaduke Mm -hmm. wasn't bad. It wasn't my favorite. I just... I didn't watch a lot of dog shows because my mom is a dog lover. So when there's a dog that dies, Mm -hmm. she cries her eyes out. So, I never saw last. Like I watched Lassie when I was older. See, I know that dog is killed off movie. That it's not real, but the two movies that really got to me when the dog died is number two. I have to say, uh, John Wick when they kill the puppy. No, dude, dude but the me. first one is freaking uh, I Am Legend when his dog turns. I about freaking cried when I saw that scene. And he had to freaking choke it out. I Am Legend is I Am yeah. Legend is such an underrated movie, dude. That movie is so, so fucking good. Will Smith is so damn good in that movie. Oh, yeah. And another dog movie that made me freaking damn near cry was Megan Levy. I don't think so. Have you seen that? It's about the Marine who 
is working with the dogs and she eventually wants to be mm-hmm. an IED search party mm-hmm. where she goes and finds IEDs. Well, she ends up getting freaking uh, her dog ends up getting mm-hmm. stepping on an IED. Sorry about that. I freaking lost connection, but as you were saying. That whole Megan Levy movie is just a movie you need to watch. It's one of my mm. favorites. But yeah. let's get on the topic about some war movies. Oh, yeah, dude. That's that's what I was wanting to get into next. Freaking, let's talk about uh, Full Metal Jacket. Private Pile, the dude that plays Private Pile, is actually uh, the bad dude that freaking is in Jurassic World. Yep. I did. I freaking that just blew right over my head when I first watched that movie. So I didn't even realize that it was the dude that played Private Pile. Growing up, I would always go to Blockbuster and Hollywood Video. Yeah, me too. We did. That was that was like that was like a Redbox store. You know, now you have Redbox, but before Redbox was even a thing, it was always freaking Blockbuster. Dude, Blockbuster and Hollywood Video. Those two shows, those two freaking uh, movie stores stores were my favorite things on a Friday night. Because Friday night, you'd go pick out a movie, and they would have like a two-for-one special, so your mom would let you pick out two movies and you'd sit in front of your TV and you'd watch those. Mm-hmm. And I like the convenience of what we have now, like Redbox and stuff like that. But I do miss freaking Blockbuster. But you don't get the same feeling like going to Blockbuster. When you went- oh, dude, it was like a candy store. Hell yeah, dude. And... Like, when you sat down and watched a movie, you were getting it out of enjoyment, not out of convenience. Yeah. And, like, when we had Hollywood video over by freaking Fred Myers, we would do that every Friday night. And then my mom figured out we could rent games, and that's what I would do. I would, my parents would pick out movies, and I'd pick out a game to play for the weekend. hmm And that was awesome like playing video games while your parents watched a movie yeah hell yeah I'd do that and just the nostalgia but what I was trying to get at when I saw Full Metal Jacket and I it had the helmet and it said born to kill with the peace sign and I I'm like dad what's this movie about he's like about the military and so I always saw that movie And I'm like, I kind of want to watch it. But my dad's like, no, it's too graphic for you at this age. So when I was 13 years old, I, we had a store called Hastings. Now, Hastings was badass. It had everything your freaking little mind could ever want. It had collectibles. It had freaking t-shirts, movies comic books out of the ass dude i freaking loved hastings 
mm-hmm. had CDs as far as the eye could see. And so that was like a one-stop shop if you were a geek for... Dude, you- it was definitely an upgraded blockbuster. It literally, like, the DVDs and CDs that that store had, it literally looked like a public library. Yeah. And I was, and I freaking loved it. Mm -hmm. But when I watched Full Metal Jacket for the first time, my dad, he's like, there's a suicide scene in it. It gets really bad. But after that, the movie's amazing. So I watched it, and when I saw freaking Arlie Arlie Ermy freaking play the boot camp sergeant, that's when freaking the Marines became real to me. I'm like, this is badass. Rip legend, dude, and he was so good. Dude, no one could... The dude that was shooting freaking the Vietnamese from the helicopter, he was the one that was supposed to play the drill sergeant. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad they picked Arlie Army, dude. Oh, me too. He He played it perfectly. And he played it freaking out of open dialogue. They just told him to run with it. Yeah, and when he's getting interviewed and stuff like that, he is seriously like the most Christian man that you've ever heard. And then you watch Metal Jacket, and it's like, holy shit. I'll rip off your head and shit down your neck and skull fuck you. Yeah. And that's legit how the military was back in the day. You could not be Mm soft-skinned. And that's what I loved about it. Like, I will watch the first half of freaking Full Metal Jacket just to watch the boot camp scene. Oh, yeah, me too. And then I'll I'll start it off after that. I freaking love it. Have you ever seen uh, Battle of Los Angeles? Yeah, that movie's not... Uh, I don't like the alien crap. I mean, I'm not a huge fanatic on the alien movies, but... Battle of Los Angeles was badass, especially when uh the dude freaking blew himself up with the grenade to save the others when he was hiding behind that bus. Yeah, that was like, was... name is Sergeant uh so and so for the USS Marines. Hoorah! And he blows up. Yeah. Like, dude, that okay, like yeah, it was a sad scene, but it was also freaking badass. Yeah, it that freaking movie was it was alright for what it was I did like Mm -hmm. how they brought in the Marines because the Marines don't get a lot of recognition in movies no it's always Army or Navy Mm -hmm. now one of the greatest movies of all time is Saving Private Ryan Hacksaw Ridge and Full Metal Jacket. Uh, Midway was freaking good, though. Midway was tits. Mm. I'm surprised the motherfuckers who freaking flew planes in Midway didn't need to freaking carry their balls in a wheelbarrow. 
I know, dude. Dive bombing the freaking uh, aircraft carriers, the freaking destroyers. They're dive bombing them while they're getting freaking shot at. My favorite part has to be the ending when he's dive bombing that one ship that has the freaking leaders on it. And he pulls up right before hitting the deck. And he's about 10 or 20 feet above the freaking deck. And he says, this is for true. This is for Pearl. And he drops a bomb right in the middle of the fucking deck and flies out of the flames. Oh my God, dude. It gave me goosebumps. Dude, when I saw that, it made me proud to be an American. I was like, fuck it. Like, dude, I was so happy with, uh, like, I was so freaking happy. Uh, I was, I saw it with my grandmother in theater. As soon as I saw that, I was like, hell yeah. Like, out loud. Like, dude, that was sick. Yeah, so my parents watched it. And my dad kind of explained to me what happened in the movie. And he's like, you need to go watch it. And so I went to my girlfriend's house. And uh, her sister and her dad went. I'm like, they're like, you need to go watch it. So while my girlfriend was at work and Kenzie was at work and I didn't have anything to do. And you were hanging out with Neto and stuff like that. I'm like, whatever, I'll go see a movie. And when I freaking watched Midway, I walked out, went to Pocatello, said, let's go see a movie, went and saw Midway in theaters, and Solise has been on a war movie binge watch. I know, dude, like, oh my god. Or, no, they're coming out with a new movie that has Tom Hanks in it that's supposed to be like Midway. Really? I can't remember what it's called, but it looks so freaking good. It has like that same aspect as Midway, dude, and it looks so freaking good, but he's the captain of the ship. It looks so good. So. Can't, can't remember what it's called, but I think one of my favorite military movies, I know you're probably going to disagree with me on this, but it's freaking Unbroken. I. There's just something about that movie that I always freaking loved. I'm broke. And I think it's the perseverance that he, like, the main character showed during that whole entire film. And it's based off of a true story. So the whole, like, torture being captured and stuff like that, it it actually happened. Oh, yeah. I love. And that's why I love war films, is because. Like Hacksaw Ridge, that actually happened. Midway obviously happened. It's a big part of our history. Saving Private you know. Ryan actually happened. Yeah. My problem and I'm broken. Freaking, uh, and uh, Full Metal Jacket was a real story. Yeah. There was a yeah. guy that actually broke down and couldn't handle the stress and went insane and actually killed the sergeant and then shot himself. Mm-hmm. Every single war movie, <coughs> every single war movie is pretty much accurate on everything. The reason what my problem with Unbroken was, I read the book 
as soon as I saw the trailer for, for Unbroken, and they left out a lot of parts in Unbroken. It was oh, yeah. the movie. The, I gotta admit, the book is so much better than the movie. The book was phenomenal. I read the book twice, and I was freaking amazed. Yeah. Now, why I had a problem is because they kind of <laughs> they made out the kid to be win when he really wasn't. He, he they kind of made him out to be kind of a wimpy kid in the movie by being a track kid and whatever. I freaking mm-hmm. loved Unbroken. I loved the story. I loved the aspect of it. My problem was well, is how much so long to, it took me so long to figure out that it was actually directed by Angelina Jolie. <coughs> Damn. But I mean freaking I absolutely love Hacksaw Ridge too. Dude, Hacksaw Ridge is phenomenal. The dude that played the main character, uh, you know, he freaking played a Mm Spider-Man. And, you know, like those movies were good. You know, I wasn't super impressed with them. I mean, I'm a super big a uh, fan of the Tobey Maguire Dude, to- Spider-Man. Movie. Nothing will beat the Tobey Maguire films and no. No nothing. And, and everyone's saying that uh Tom Holland is better than Tobey Maguire. No. I'm I can tell you to suck a dick cuz Tobey Maguire was the best. But the dude that played the Amazing Spider-Man, he did so good in Hacksaw Ridge. Well, they well, couldn't have picked a better character because if you look at who he really was back in the day, he looked just like him. He looked identical. And what I really liked about that movie is how much God watched over him. Yeah. He respected God's commandments and told him not to kill. And he didn't pick up a firearm in that whole movie. Even after getting his ass kicked. By his whole uh, platoon. The dude got his shit beat out of him. And the dude's like, I'm a heavy sleeper. And he's like, all right, we need you gone. And he's like, no, I want to serve my country. That's what I'm here for. And that movie's just so well portrayed about what Exile Bridge was about. Hacksaw Ridge yeah. was a bloody battle, and no one talks about it. Everyone talks about the big battles like Midway, Iro Jima, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The Pacific yeah. was bloody as hell. Maybe oh, yeah. Because the freaking Japanese did not give a flying crap if they lived or died. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we lost so many people in the Pacific, it's because they just. The freaking Japanese just did not give a fuck. No. And so you have people like uh, Desmond Dawes, who is a skimpy kid, didn't want to pick up a firearm, 
Alpha has saved almost everyone up on that mountain. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. He had balls of steel. He clanked freaking balls of steel. I didn't understand Lord. how he could freaking walk. Hacksaw Ridge was amazing. But one of my favorites, like if we're talking about real, like current military films, it's got to be freaking Lone Survivor. Yep. Lone Survivor was amazing. Or what about uh, uh, American Sniper? I liked American Sniper, but that it, it goes back to Unbroken. They left a lot out in American Sniper. Or uh, Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down was amazing. Yep. American Sniper really showed how his relationship with Taya was as a SEAL Team Sniper. But I liked how they incorporated the SEAL Team training and stuff like that. But they... Bradley Cooper did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. He he really did. But I would have liked more sniper shots because he dropped that dude a mile away. And the conditions were bad. I would want to see like in the when he was getting married in the book he said they had drawn Playboy bunnies all over his body tied him up, got him shit-faced drunk and stuff like that. And I would like to see, like, the little freaking funny things that were in the book. Like, in the book, they made him, his drill sergeant made him eat a full can of grizzly chew and swallow it because the drill sergeant found him dipping. Mm. Like, stuff like that would have been funny to add. No. But it's all drama type drama. You have to add the shock value. But mm. the way that they filmed Lone Survivor, freaking when he, they were almost out of the woods and an RPG hits a freaking helicopter and I was heartbroken. I'm like, God damn it, dude. I just want these guys out the woods. And that's where rules of engagement go to shit. Yep. Like, I get it. We need rules for war. But when it comes to a serious situation, they need to make their own decisions. Like, in Lone Survivor, it's a perfect example. If they would have just left those guys there and hiked up further up the ridge, they would have been out of the woods and they could have called for backup. Yep. But the way the rules of engagement stated it, they were not getting. That's why they died. That's why the three guys died. Mm-hmm. Those guys are heroes. Marcus Luttrell has balls of steel. He clanked freaking. I just guys like that need to have more recognition. And that's why we we support our troops so vividly. Yep. It's because you have a military 
veteran who had his legs blown off, freaking shot 45 times, and barely breathing, and still came out alive. That's why you support our country. Oh, yeah. But fucking. Even the Tom Hanks docuseries where he did like the Pacific and the Band of Brothers. Oh, man, those are freaking amazing, too. Oh, yeah. But I think we're uh, running short on time, so I think we're going to end the podcast here. Yep. You guys know the drill. Our socials are always going to be in the bottom of the description of the video. What's not? Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. No, if you want to, if you want to contact us, uh, they're in the past episodes. But yep. um, so yeah, if you guys uh, enjoyed and. Good on you. I was about to say leave a like. You got me all confused when you said description. This isn't YouTube. Um, But I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, As always, we're going to be recording another one tomorrow night. But I'm Braden. I'm Orrin. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Adios.